Well, good morning, good day, good evening. My name is Jill, and these are Jill's Journals Out Loud. And I am recording this on Thursday, March 16th. Uh, I need to make it short because I could not get the podcast for yesterday uploaded. Uh, I don't have a lot of confidence. This one will go up either, but I just wanted to touch base. And uh, we are in a place of what feels like kind of a free fall. Uh, So I wanted to just do kind of a short recap about where we are uh, mentally and emotionally because there's lots of people uh, that are talking about where we are financially, which is only creating more wild and painful uncertainty. Uh, And I'm having that same issue in my own personal life because uh, I need to make some really hard decisions about my own life and I have no idea what to do. And I know, and I write these things, and I'm like, I'm not the only one. So uh, I just wanted to touch base and tell you that uh, it is a time of wild and very uncomfortable uncertainty. And there's this, for, for many of us, some of you might feel very comfortable, and this won't be helpful for you. But for those of you who are like me, who are kind of, in a situation that's on the brink or that are aware of how this could actually go down. Because the other thing I'm hearing is that people are speaking to this moment in time without having any effing clue because they've never looked into what collapse looks like in other countries. They've just sound like they've watched too many movies. But we're just going to take a deep breath. And so the bottom line, this is where I'm at. Having this conversation intellectually is the starting place, but there's nothing that's more difficult than the realities. Now, you know, it can be just one person, like when you get diagnosed with a terminal illness or your children die or something, or it can be all of us at the same time. The energy around this is all the same. Uh, And it starts with this kind of rage and fury at things that you can't touch and you can't see, whether you're focused on what people like to call the powers to be, oh, these people are all doing it to me, or you're focused on uh, people close to you who screwed you over, or you're focused on God or the spiritual or unseen forces who aren't taking care of it for you, no matter how hard you pray. But for most, I think it starts with this kind of rage and fury or whichever version you want to call it, depending on how you're wired. For those of us who are wired for danger, it usually shows up as rage and fury. At unseen forces that feel extremely powerful and are totally out of our control. There's nothing you can do about that. You can't make God function and you can't make people who are make, pulling the strings stop in a way that equals your safety. And that's leaves us all in a point of extreme vulnerability, uh, whether we want to acknowledge that or not. And so uh, step one is, you know, I desperately want the external clarity and security to not feel anxious and afraid, right? I don't want to feel all stressed out like this. And so I'm thrashing around at external things, money, food, shelter, gas, uh, defenses, guns, all those things that we're telling ourselves will keep us safe and secure, Uh, which really won't because if you don't understand how these processes work, you'll realize that none of that means anything. There's nothing external 
that we can do that will absolutely guarantee for every single person on the planet a calm, peaceful path through uh, whatever's happening right now. It's going to suck. It may resolve and delay, but if it's not this time, it will be next time. So let's just talk about it. Second, so the work within me, us, is to not feel anxious and afraid while still having no clue to what is coming. Now, that's not easy or we'd all have done it already. And it will come and go. I find I can move into calming down and then I can't sleep again, you know, or I wake up and I can't sleep. So there's this in and out of understanding that we can modulate the stress response, but it would be unrealistic to think that you're just going to magically have everything uh, be okay unless you are in a super powerful place of semi-denial. So uh, the next, uh, that this is a moment of insecurity that is really bad. Uh, And a lot of that insecurity about what's happening is sort of the practical ability to understand how bad it could be. Uh, I think for myself, you know, the fear is more because I understand its potential. Uh, It's like being uh, in the basement with a serial killer and have watched way too many serial killer movies, understanding how bad it can get with the serial killer. So that just for me is rising my anxiety and my fear, but at the same time, It makes me aware of how real this could be that could move me into a state of calm. So we all have different ways we want to manage insecurity. And as I had mentioned, as I listen to others, it makes it worse because, you know, we reach out to anyone and everything we can oftentimes when we're feeling anxious and afraid to find some truth that will make us feel better. Uh, And this is the spiritual journey because I can tell you there is no point in the spiritual truth process that will ever lead you to a perfectly safe, calm, physical world for the end of time for everybody. We're all going to have individual experiences. It doesn't mean God does or does not love you. It does not mean you've done anything wrong. It just means we're all here for different reasons. And this process will unfold. And I was trying to figure out what it felt feels like. And for me, I feel like I'm being tumbled down a river full of rapids and rocks. And I can't grab anything. There's nothing I can do, but just keep continuous down. I mean, I'm being pulled down this river, even though I can see the safety of shore. And I understand the idea that I could have a kayak. And if I could just grab a limb and pull myself out, uh, you know, there's a practical, oh, I can survive this. But the feeling itself, for me, I feel like I'm in a river where I'm getting pulled down and it's filled with rapids and rocks. And, uh, you know, I can, I have two choices, right? I can freeze up and clench and fight and probably drown, or I can just try to relax and trust that if I'm meant to survive this, I will survive this, uh, and that uh, being angry and afraid and desperate isn't going to make it any better. I know that's like easy to say, impossible to do, but 
at a practical level, if you are actually being dragged down the river, you are more likely to survive if you are not tense. Uh, that's why sometimes children survive because they don't know to tense up. So there's actually some uh, physical reality <laughs> to that. So at this point, I don't think there's anything else to say other than, you know, the work is to not let the anxiety and the fear get to you. Uh, there is no magic solution. And for myself, you know, that's where I get into the journaling, which is what I'm doing right now. Uh, it's where I get into the breathing. I get into the grounding. Uh, right now we're raining and where there's mud, so we won't be grounding outside today. But uh, And the reality that it's normal to move in and out of the anxiety and fear around the massive amount of insecurity. Uh, what's very important is for children and animals is to maintain routine. Uh, to not let them feed off your anxiety by disrupting your own practical day-in and day-out processes. And so we're coming up on 10 minutes. I want to be able to get this thing uploaded, so I'm going to close here. So uh, I'm not sure why I'm not able to even get a phone connection, but I can't physically drive or enough of a phone connection. I don't even know if 10 minutes will upload. But uh, it's muddy, so I can't drive anywhere to higher ground or clearer ground right now to get this uh, attempt to get this uploaded. So I just wanted to get this out. Uh, it's day by day for all of us, you know, at practical levels, like me and mud, me and cell phone signal. Uh, and will we have food? Will we have uh, money? Will we have gas? I don't know. Uh, this is a high fear moment. And, and what's happening is we are being herded and manipulated into a response. And again, it feels like being tossed in a river that we can't control. Because even though intellectually, we know that we could stop all of this right now, the emotional energy is probably going to only increase, which uh, for those of you who are intuitive will keep you access to it, which will increase your un uncertainty and anxiety. So there's very little we can do at a physical, practical level or in terms of even making a decision because at the in the ether level, it's extremely tumultuous right now and every probability is in play. And the most powerful thing we can do is manage ourselves as if we are in the river being sucked and whisked away full of rocks and rapids and not uh, overreact because it's not going to change the outcome. So easy to say, much harder to do. So deep breathing, uh, you can ground by looking at colors, you can ground by uh, immersing yourself in senses, you know, with touch, smell, bake something that smells good. I've got my fire going. That's a full-time job. Uh, so it's, it's a moment in time that you can't do anything to fix because it's all too big. All you can do is kind of manage yourself in this process of uncertainty and not contribute to the negative energy of it. Uh, and I think that's the best we can do until things kind of sort themselves out. And we can we can pull ourselves out of the river long enough to look around and decide where to go. Uh, and it may not be the big collapse is happening this week, but the potential for it is in the ethers. And so, uh, like I said, we're all going to have a different experience. We're all having individual difficulties within 
the context of this moment. So for those of you who are super stable, it's an opportunity for you to pray and calm the ethers. Uh, for those of you who are in a moment of wild insecurity and uncertainty, uh, it's a moment for you to practice uh, your own anxiety and fear uh, building those muscles. So with that deep breath, we'll see what happens and I will see you next time, hopefully.